We've been hearing the statistics right now on unemployment. It sounds very dire. More than 4 million Americans filed for jobless aid, and it's bringing the total during this pandemic above 40 million unbelievable, unprecedented figures there, and especially difficult for recent graduates. Hearing that for um, recent graduates this is an incredibly tough time. Joining us now is career coach and author of Entry Level Boss, How to Get Any Job You Want, Alexa Schoen. Hi, Alexa. How are you? I'm so happy to be here, G. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, doing fantastic. Um, so tell us, what a time to come out with this book, right? It is surreal. Uh, you, I don't know if you ever heard that they always say that the Simpsons can predict the future. The writers <laughs> of the Simpsons seem to always predict the future. Yeah. And the same thing seemed to happen to me with this book. I wrote Entry Level Boss because when I graduated, I went to college during the recession and all my friends were smart and became accountants and lawyers and, and very reasonable things. <laughs> but I, I got an English degree and then I decided to be really employable and I got a master's in jazz vocal performance. Wow. And so oh, I, I know. Yes. So so impressive. Uh, I, I had real career smarts at the time. No, I, I do love music, but I showed up on the scene in about 2012, starting my career And I had the worst transition ever from academia into the real world. And so the book that is coming out now is strangely suited to the time because I wrote it for people who were panicking and crying in their cars on their commute and didn't know what to do next and wanted to escape their first job or who are staring at their bank account and don't know what to do in order to get the next paycheck. Like that was always the thought that I had in mind because that was my, you know, post global financial crisis reality. And so uh, I'm really glad that I'm able to pay it forward in this really, really strange way. And it's very spooky timing. Of course, nobody wanted this to happen. But I mean, when you realized that, my goodness, this is exactly the type of situation that I'm trying to help people out in. I mean, how did you I mean, it must have just been mind blowing. I feel uh, a lot of responsibility, I think, to make sure that I am helping and helping as many people as possible. Uh So Entry Level Boss started as a newsletter when I was 25, and now we actually have this sort of whole online ecosystem. We actually opened up our own college career center, for lack of a better word, entrylevelboss.com slash career center, if you want to come check it out, uh, to just literally try to get out good advice even before the book came out. I do clinics on Instagram, and um, I I don't ever think that I have all of the answers, and I, I say it in the book as well, like I... I'm not a hiring manager who's teaching you any of these tactics. I am someone who's been through the job search and found better ways to get through it without crying <laughs> and that seemed to be a little bit more efficient. And so, you know, I think I think of myself as a, a good listener for job seekers more so than anything else. Well, in a way, it was through tracking sort of your own career goals and your growth, like in real time, like when you first started looking for a job that sort of led you to become a career coach. I mean, because this isn't something that you set out to do, right? No, absolutely not. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I showed up and I was like, I heard that I should go into PR because I'm a writer and I I hate journalism, but I have an English degree, question mark. That was about as much thought as I had put into the beginning of my career. But the thing that I thought was so interesting about the beginning of my career and the reason that I, to your point, became a, a career coach at 25 when I started my newsletter was... It felt like all the grown-ups didn't have any empathy for how genuinely confused I was in mm. the workplace. Uh, and that wasn't necessarily anybody's fault specifically, 
but I felt like there was just this weird gap in, uh, in yeah, in empathy of people saying, oh, God, these entry-level resumes are so embarrassing. The things that they say in interviews, could you believe? And I was like, that doesn't seem fair because we, we clearly didn't get taught this core curriculum that apparently you think that we should know. And I was like, why do people have to learn this the hard way? And so that is actually what I wrote in the first entry-level boss newsletter that I ever sent out. I thought... I don't think it's very funny that people want to make fun of recent college graduates in the workplace. The whole entitlement with millennial culture and now Generation Z coming after us, of course. I was like, if people think we're entitled, it seems like it's a miscommunication issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was what ultimately led me you know, into the path that I'm on now. Well, there is so much to cover. And, you know, coming up, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty with career coach Alexa Schoen, because she has real tangible step by step tips in what you can do, whether you're starting out, you're a recent grad, and you're just looking for that entry level job, or you're somebody that's farther along in your career journey, and you're looking to pivot, you're looking to change. And hopefully she'll answer the age old question of um, explaining to us how to figure out what we truly want out of our career. Back with Alexa Schoen. She is a career coach, and she's also the author of Entry Level Boss, How to Get Any Job You Want. And Alexa, your book is doing really well right now. Well, I sure hope so. It only came out, uh, oh gosh, about a week and a half ago. But yeah, it seems to really be resonating with people. (laughs) They say that you realize you've got something on your hands when all you start doing is customer service. And it's been pretty amazing. I get a lot of people now uh, sending me Instagram DMs uh, saying, hey, I'm on page 60 and I just have a question about this thing that you suggested I do. And that part is so cool to see the information getting spread so far and wide. Well, we've been hearing uh, so much in the news about how difficult this is going to be for those recent graduates um, to find a job. And you've got some real, uh, you know, real tangible tips for for recent grads. I do. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I think that the the first thing that I always want to tell to anybody, whether you're a recent grad or not during this period is, oh, gosh, please breathe and step away from the computer. I talk about this thing that I like to call the job search junk food diet, which all of us are familiar about. Mm -hmm. The job search junk food diet is you sit at your computer and you scroll through LinkedIn (laughs) three three hours a night, four hours, seven hours a night. Your eyes glaze over. Yep. You're so depressed. (laughs) Exactly. You're depressed. All the jobs look boring and stupid and you hate them anyways. And maybe you applied to three of them that didn't require the cover letter. So you hastily hit submit. Uh, And that is actually one of the least effective things that you can be doing for your job search. They've done studies on this and 70 to 80 percent of jobs wind up going through personal referrals. So actually, the job search is not as simple as just submitting your resume and your cover letter. And let's make sure that they're beautiful. Like, yes, by all Mm -hmm. means, let's get good documents. But there's also an art to figuring out how to describe what it is that you want out of your next job and then how to go get people on your side and articulate it to strangers on the Internet, to family friends of yours, to people you went to college with, to people who played soccer with your brother, whatever it is, there's a way to go out and network that isn't um, just sitting in a, I don't know, hotel lobby bar with warm white wine the way that we usually <laughs> think about networking, right? Well, so it really is who you know and having that sort of connection, right? Yeah, but I, I feel really passionate about this because I think as soon as you say it's who you know, 
immediately a lot of people are like, well, you don't understand, Alexa. I didn't go to that kind of school. Mm-hmm. I don't come from that I kind don't of family. know anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And and that may be true. And, you know, I, I will not begrudge anybody at any kind of uh, gripes in that arena. But what I will say is the thing with the Internet that we don't really understand is, you know, all those old boys clubs and everything still exist. But you can also, if you know how to articulate it well, go out and introduce yourself to anybody on the Internet, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you can go and DM somebody on Twitter. You can guess somebody's email address. You can, you know, find a way to get to them on LinkedIn. And so many people just throw their hands up and they're like, well, I don't know anyone at that company, so it's never going to happen. And my second question is always like, well, do you know who you would try to reach out to? Mm-hmm. Have you tried? What are you going to say to them? And and you you can make friends with strangers. It it is that is such a key component of the job search that can be really really difficult to wrap your head around. But that's why I created my nine step method and I got you a little personal fitness fitness plan for the job search. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the the networking thing is is so key. And so you said it's like nine steps, and that's something that you outline in the book. Yes. So I always thought that the word career coach actually didn't really suit me. And I even say this in the book. I say what I really did is I created a fitness plan for how to look for a job. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that nine step methodology is. I like to think of it like like Weight Watchers for employment. Uh, and so, you know, if you follow my system, the thing that I see happen with job seekers, whether they are recent grads or 25 years into their career is they start to panic, they go through that job search junk food diet, and then they just don't know what to do next. And they want to be efficient, and they're not sure how, and I should be getting a job, getting a job, and it's the only thing on their to-do list is get a job, exclamation point. And so what I've done is is break that down into something that feels a lot more tangible, that just sort of gives you little homework assignments for how to actually achieve that giant goal. I mean, do most um, people that are in their careers, how do they respond to just sort of an email, sort of a solicitation from somebody that they don't know? Like you're saying, you know, send that message via um, LinkedIn or Facebook or on Twitter. And what do we say? Yeah, that's a very, very good question. So I was proud of myself that when I was writing the book, I actually checked over uh, a lot of my email templates in the book. There are a ton of templates for literally what you should say in a DM, oh, what you should great. say in an email. So you've got yeah, that. Literally, yeah. Literally all of them. I've, I've done the ghostwriting for you. I've made your job easy. It's going to be a lot of people out there getting matching emails. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I had a lot of people who are very, very high up in their career, you know, VPs at Facebook and people who work at Bain or McKinsey or people who have cool jobs, for lack of a better term, I had them check over and I was like, hey, if you got this email, what would you think? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, look, I don't have time to answer every message, but if somebody sent me an email like this, I think that I would answer it and here's why. And so I'll explain what I did is I, I basically teach you how to put together an elevator pitch. And this is kind of the step one of the entry-level boss method, which is the part that people always skip over. They want to go straight to their resume. And mm-hmm. instead, I'm like, uh-uh, before we even touch your resume, I need you to be able to answer three questions. Ooh. So most people come to me and they're like, I want a job in marketing. Like, just like job in marketing, like, you know, wh- whatever you've got. And I'm like, oh, okay, pause. What kind of role do you actually want? So you don't want a job in marketing because that is a, a vague term that literally means nothing. You're trying mm-hmm. to keep your options open, but it's so vague that I have no idea what you're talking about. So you want a 
junior social media marketing coordinator position. Okay, great. Now we understand the actual title that you're trying to chase. So now we've got something. That's question number one. Question number two is geography, which gets a little bit funny with COVID because everybody's geography is their living room. Right. Um, But in general, do you want to get hired in Chicago? Are you trying to relocate to Kansas City? Like, tell me where you are going to be a junior social media marketing coordinator. Okay, so that in Chicago. And then this third thing that I think people do not discuss enough is what industry do you want to work in? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't appreciate this, but, uh, you know, if you're marketing, what are you marketing? If you are in sales, what are you selling? If you are in operations, what are you operating for lack of a better word? So once you can say, okay, I want junior social media job in Chicago for the food and beverage industry, Now you've done something magical. Number one, you could go out and say that sentence to anybody in an email at a family party once those are allowed again, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, on your LinkedIn, whatever. And people know exactly what kind of role they could hire you for. Perfect. Great. But then also, if I say food and beverage in Chicago, there's only so many employers in the Chicago area that are food and beverage companies. Got it. So you actually now have made yourself a hit list of employers to go out and hunt down instead of just sitting there on LinkedIn and scrolling for the rest of the night. So you've gotten very clear on what your vision is, what it is that you want, and then also it kind of requires you to do some research as well. So it seems as though um, there's a mission kind of at stake. Yeah, I I think the way that I like to explain it is... um, like the college application process. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think this is something that a lot of people in America are familiar with, which is when you're in high school and you're going to maybe apply to college, you have your reach schools, you have your safety schools, here's the schools that you might get into. Oh, smart. Yeah, you do all this research about like, what are the school colors? What is the school mascot? How many people go there? Where is it? Like, how would I fly there from Chicago to where? How long would it take? Like, you know all those things. You don't just like hit select all on every college that has an English department and just send in an application. Mm-hmm. And yet that's what we do when it comes to the job search. We're just like, oh, marketing jobs. And we just click go on, you know, 3,000 applications a day. And what I want people to do instead is get genuinely curious and interested and research who are all of these employers? Like, wh- what is their company culture? Like, it, it doesn't have to be a giant research assignment, but you should know enough to know whether or not you genuinely actually want to work there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, just by nature, you've now become a more compelling candidate. You actually know things going into the interview. You know whether or not you want to be excited um, yeah, I, I can chat right. about this all day. I well, I mean, about you, it, as you can see, basically, you just have to buy the book. You really do have to get the book, uh, Entry Level <laughs> Boss, How to Get Any Job You Want. We're talking with career coach Alexa Schoen, and her last name is spelled S-H-O-E-N. If you want to um, also check out her website, alexashone.com. Before we let you go, um, I want to talk a bit, of course, a lot of people are sort of pivoting right now. They're um, either furloughed or laid off, unfortunately, or they're just in a position where they have had the time to realize that they don't really love their job and they want to change. Is there a recession-proof job or is this is this a crazy time to even think about leaving a job that, that you know, you have? So the first thing that I want to say to anybody who's furloughed or laid off is please remember that there's no shame in looking for a job. I Absolutely. think that we all can get so embarrassed when we are out of work 
Uh, and you know, if you are looking for work, that is an amazing and wonderful, noble thing. And I'm, I'm proud of you. If somebody mm-hmm. else is. Uh, so I think that that's great. Um, are there recession proof jobs? Look in a recession, the majority of the economy is still employed, uh, even in a situation like this. And so what you can do is be a little bit strategic about the companies that you're going to go and target. And I kind of separate those into three main categories at the minute. Number one, obviously, is healthcare, having a heck of a year, right? So mm-hmm. we'll just kind of park that one. Then during any kind of recession, uh, there's something in economics called an inferior good or service. I was a failed economics major, but this <laughs> one always stuck with me. Uh, and that means what are the companies that do well when people have a little bit less money in their pockets? Okay, so people are going to go to McDonald's instead of Panera. Right. And people are going to shop at... Uh, Walmart instead of Target. Mm-hmm. So places like that naturally do better when the economy is doing poorly, meaning that they're probably going to be hiring more often. And then the third category is all of the companies that are having the world's greatest year ever because we are all stuck at home. That could be things like Peloton, Netflix, grocery delivery companies, uh, operations and logistics shipping companies, shipping everything across the country. Uh, Thinking about just even if you could just make yourself a list of all of the companies that you could think of that you never used to Mm -hmm. think about at all and now all of a sudden become the core of your day-to-day life. There are going to be, of course, jobs that that really struggle this year. It would be a a hard year to pivot your career into the hotel business. But what could you do in the meantime? And you can make yourself a a list, definitely. Well, love it. Well, there's a ton more tips. Um, Alexa, how long did it take you to work on this book? Oh, from that first newsletter that I sent out about five and a half years ago, and then to actually write the book, I mean, I don't know. I got one part memoir, one part can't screw it up playbook. So let's just say it took me my whole life. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen, it's available on Amazon, Entry Level Boss, How to Get Any Job You Want. You can also go to Alexa's website, Alexa Schoen, S-H-O-E-N.com. Thank you so much for being with us. You're a fantastic career coach and looking forward to talking with you again in the future. Oh, thank you so much. You have a good day.